0: back. Krista Tippett, and you're listening to On Being. Today, we're going to be talking with I'm pretty sure that's meditation. copyright
1: infringement. Pretty sure that's copyright Today infringement. Today, we're going to be listening
0: to meditation expert Anna Banana Peelson about the power of You've group got meditation.
1: Hey, hey, everybody. This is Everyone's a Critic. This is Jess, and here with me this week is my partner in crime and the reason the dishes are always clean. How you doing, Jonathan?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm just really excited to be getting into into t- touch with uh, Anna Banana Peelson here.
1: You might be the world's worst person. Sure. What do you have Accepted. this week?
0: So uh, what we do here at this podcast is we uh, skim the internet, we dig through it, and we find the best and brightest reviews from places like Yelp, places like TripAdvisor, because we are the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. And today I have for you A recipe for gluten-free pizza, and I also have a trip report from the lovely Pigeon Forge.
1: (laughs) Wonderful! I have, have, I have four recipes for dessert salad, and a couple reviews of rundown shopping malls.
0: The rundown shopping malls have me very intrigued. Uh, What do we? What do we want to start with?
1: I would love to hear about gluten-free pizza.
0: Okay, fine so we are looking at all recipes this is from all recipes user adpa who let's see here has shared with us a fabulous recipe for pepperoni mitza Uh, the description says for people that are gluten intolerant low carb paleo or whatever it can be hard to go without pizza this dish makes it a lot easier it is pretty much exactly the same as pizza but with ground beef as the crust So, pretty much exactly the same, though. I mean, come on. That, like, pizza dough, ground beef. No diff. No diff. Sounds weird at first, but it is absolutely delicious and very filling. Yeah, I should fucking hope so. This is something great to make ahead of time and then eat as leftovers later on. It's great hot or cold, just like pizza. I find that if you make six square slices, each slice is usually more than enough to fill you up. Feel free to add whatever toppings you normally eat on pizza. It will taste just as good. And our recipe is one tablespoon of salt, one fat tablespoon, one teaspoon caraway seeds. Lovely. One teaspoon dried oregano. Fine. One teaspoon garlic salt on top of that tablespoon of salt. Nice. One teaspoon ground black pepper. And, uh, you know, it goes on. We got two pounds of extra lean ground beef. So we're keeping it lean at least. Keeping it lean. We don't want any flavor in there two eggs, uh, Parmesan cheese, so on and so on. One cup tomato sauce. You get the idea. Basically, this is a burger pizza that is just a bur. it's just a big pan burger. Just a big oven pan burger, which um, I can't say that without like my throat hardening. I it just it, it's like I think I think big pan burger, <laughs> big big oven big oven pan burger and it just feels like a small child has punched me right in the eye. Apple. You
1: just feel it start to close up. Uh-huh. Well, here's a question. Okay. What do uh what do people on the internet have to say about that?
0: So when I was I was going through these reviews and picking picking uh what I wanted to share with the podcast, I had to be very careful about. I haven't really looked at these in like a week because the kind of like unbridled rage that I was feeling, I felt I needed to. I needed to try to keep that fresh because this this upsets me. This upset me worse than anything has in a while. I, um, yeah, I,
1: I like that I'm trying to bring things to make you laugh and you're trying to bring things to just burn down the house with.
0: Well, you know, the Vienna sausage reviews just just felt so good. Felt so good going down that I wanted to try to replicate that with some pepperoni pizza. Um, the pepperoni pizza, just so we're clear, part of the recipe is that you bake the pizza crust. You bake that in a preheated oven until the meat is no longer pink, about 10 minutes. Then you drain the grease. Then you set the oven rack just right up against the top of your broiler, and you just scorch that motherfucker for a while. And then you sprinkle. You just like put pizza toppings on your on your big oven pan burger that's okay. that's the idea,
1: okay, um, okay, pretty simple, so fundamentally, you just have some issues with this recipe
0: uh well, I have some issues with the recipe, and I have issues with the fact that the everyone who got on here and reviewed this thing had no like contextual awareness for what they were doing, seemingly like this is this is this is like the kind of thing that that Pizza Hut would put out as a joke is like <laughs> a gimmick this this would be this is like fucking um.
1: The Double Down? The
0: Double Down or or fucking like chicken fries or whatever. This is some chicken dumb... Chicken
1: fries are great. Don't this... come to my house and disrespect chicken fries. Okay,
0: whatever. This is some dumb shit that a fast food place would do. Right. And everyone would think, oh, that's funny in American. Ha ha ha. You know, but all these people are taking it like I just don't understand. No one has any content. OK, Let, let's just let's just let's go. get
1: to the funny part. Let's just The funny just part go. of the comedy podcast.
0: Let's well, we're, we're doing that. OK, Vicky, Vicky, in her review of this recipe, five stars. This reminds me of a pizza burger in a pan. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that's what it is. You're making a big burger and calling it a pizza and putting pepperoni on it. We got another review from D, two stars. Okay, but tasted like a hamburger with toppings.
1: Is that what that is?
0: <laughs> I thought you took burger and put it in a big pan in the oven. I thought that's what we were doing. We got, we got raw water, five stars. To be honest, I didn't like this the day I made it. It tasted nothing like pizza, and the flavors didn't seem to mesh. But the next day, and the day after that, it was awesome. I wanted to eat it for every meal. I used frozen chicken burgers as the base to make personal pizza and topped with store-bought pizza sauce and our favorite pizza toppings. So we've all just hey, decided that the word hey, pizza... Hey, Raw Waller, yeah, you
1: made a different recipe.
0: I know. Like, we've hey. all just decided that pizza... Merriam-Webster no longer has input. We all get to decide what pizza is now. Oh, my God. Um, we, got, we got Angela, four stars. Though we are not gluten-free, it tasted like pizza. I think a side of garlic bread would have made it perfect. Then just make fucking pizza if you're gonna eat bread anyway. You just want an excuse to make a to eat a whole shitload of burger with fucking tomato sauce on you it. You know what
1: this is? It's hamburger helper. It's flat hamburger it's flat burger helper.
0: Flat burger helper without without all the stuff that makes hamburger helper like vaguely nutritious.
1: Oh no, it is not. Did you not eat the hamburger helper?
0: I mean I kinda remember. It
1: is not nutritious. It's not a
0: memory <laughs> I hold dearly. It's
1: not mm mm. Mm-mm. I mean,
0: don't you, you put like veg in it, don't you?
1: I don't know. I don't, did you miss out on the beef stroganoff? Okay, Hamburger no, that helper? was, that
0: was just noodles. and. Just
1: some noodles, just some beef.
0: Okay. Yo. That's fair point. Fair point. We got nest the Mess five stars. They end their review by saying, yum, we'll make this a lot as I love pizza. And this is better than a flour crust
1: to me. Oh, stop.
0: <laughs>
1: stop it. <laughs> When you said gluten-free pizza, I was like, is it going to be like a tortilla? Is it going to be like a corn? And that's all of? fine. No, like, meat. Like, meat, meat, meat. Just more meat. At least it's lean, right? Or it's a chicken patty that is frozen.
0: Or just whatever. It's just whatever you fucking feel like <sighs> as long as, it's, as long as it's straight animal meat. <laughs> Just animal flesh with tomato sauce and cheese on it. That's what we got. and and like I, I, gluten intolerance, I know, like, yeah, okay. There's options. They're not as good as flour crust in my opinion, and that sucks. and I'm sorry. But there's options. We made a polenta crust pizza once. It was dope.
1: Corn is a beautiful thing. It was pretty good.
0: You don't have to be like, well, I'll just take this normally pizza topping on a gross pizza. By the way, hamburger on a pizza anyway is stupid. So, I, like, I'm going to take this bad topping and make that the entire thing. Calamity, an apt <laughs> username, gives five stars and says, I found the seasonings that were used to be an awesome contrast. Those caraway seeds tasted absolutely fantastic with this pizza. We are not on low-carb diet, but we are on gluten-free diet. This is an awesome pizza, and so easy to put together. <laughs> Which implies that they're not gluten intolerant, I think. They would just say that, right? Plus, like, is the whole family gluten intolerant? No, probably not. They just choose to not eat. And then, you know, live your life. That's fine. But, but there are alternatives that are not ground meat.
1: <laughs>
0: there are alternatives that will not kill you
1: <laughs>
0: fernan five stars oh, you're gonna love this one fernan because oh, fi- no. this is like a this is like a crime kids loved it so much they beg for me to make this i bet they fucking do it's a fucking meat pizza like it's, yeah it's, it's
1: a meatza excuse me it's a meatza
0: <laughs> people there's a fucking childhood obesity epidemic out there whitney four five stars Love this idea. This was great for my baby who loves to only eat the pizza toppings. Then just... Don't enable make, him.
1: No, Fuck that. No. If you only eat the pizza toppings, then just... Then you're not... It's not... That's just tomato sauce and vegetables. <laughs> like Just I, make tomato sauce and vegetables for your child. I don't, just make your child some vegetables. <laughs> Please, for the love of everything holy, make your child some vegetables.
0: My second try, I made it with sausage and hamburger combo, which I accidentally made too spicy for the kids. Oops. But it was a hit with some feta and spinach. I avoid a lot of carbs this way. Love this idea. I might even turn it into a tacos without the shell recipe. So we're just throwing the whole fucking dictionary out the window. Who gives a fuck? It's just linguistic anarchy out there. You see see a carb that's normally part of a, a meal that we all understand to be a certain thing? Fuck it. Get some tuna. Use that instead. Get some, get, just get a big old fucking halibut. Cut it down the middle. Big halibut taco. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm done. That's all I had. <laughs> I'm the fucking leaveable. This, this, this recipe has like four and a half stars.
1: Of course it does! The
0: only people who rated it poorly was because it had a shitload of salt in it. Well, yeah. But they're fine with the fact that they're just making a big slab of meat with tomato sauce and cheese on it and calling it a pizza, And, and, and acting like that isn't a joke. And that bothers me.
1: I can tell. I thought
0: we were all on the same page here. What? Give me. Let, let's go. What have you got?
1: How familiar are you with ambrosia? Uh,
0: pretty familiar. It was a childhood thing. Kind of. Okay. Okay.
1: So when I say ambrosia, what is your gut response?
0: Um, it's like marshmallows and grapes and some, I know there's like a kind of sludge that's involved that forms from the different juices and the sugars and it's kind of pink and it looks a little bit like, um, like pepto vomit and, uh, which, sorry. I...
1: No, that is perfect. Okay. Um, so, because when my memories of ambrosia are basically Funfetti vomit. Like, that is what ambrosia, I think, is. And I'm just going to hit you real quick with an excerpt from the Wikipedia page for ambrosia. I feel like this is important.
0: Set some context. Okay, I like it.
1: Although the name references the food of Greek gods, it is widely believed to be an American dish that originated in the late 19th century. And because uh, Wikipedia is perpetually on the search for sources, the, uh, what is that, an inset? says by whom next to it is widely believed and the answer wikipedia is everyone because let me tell you the greek gods were not eating many marshmallows and mandarin oranges together in the same dish mandarin oranges yours never had mandarin oranges i
0: guess i don't remember that part the,
1: the worst part the thing that bothers me about dessert salad not even just ambrosia, but all at dessert salads is the the inclusion of canned mandarin oranges because they are the devil's work. They are not <laughs> real food. They're not good. <laughs> so we're gonna start with a recipe for lime fluff, which is not technically ambrosia, but it is a dessert salad.
0: Okay. I don't like where we're going.
1: And this is very similar to stuff I used to eat every single summer when I visited my family in the States. One package lime flavored jello mix, oh. one container frozen whipped topping, oh. one can crushed pineapple with juice, one container sour cream, one package miniature marshmallows, oh. one cup chopped pecans. What the fuck happened there? And then you put it in a bowl and you eat it.
0: It got a little weird there in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all for creative uses of sour cream. I love that stuff. but
1: All recipes user Stephanie says, A friend of mine calls this salad the Exorcist salad, I guess because of the color and texture. This is just ordinary tasting. Three stars.
0: That is such a horrifying image. <laughs> and we're not going to talk
1: about that? It's just because of the color and the texture.
0: Three stars. Three stars. But.
1: Made me think of that, that girl with the. made me think of that movie with the devil girl who vomits everywhere yum three stars
0: the snotty projectile vomit girl yum Mm. (laughs) summertime this was just
1: ordinary All Recipes user Corey says I've been trying to recreate grandma's fluff salad for years and none of the recipes get close they're always too sweet this one caused some problems the first time around it tasted great better than others so far but would not set I don't know what went wrong, but I made it again, exactly the same as the first time, and it turned out great. I did swap the lime jello for orange, cut the amount of marshmallows in half, and substituted strained Greek yogurt for the sour cream. I think a, can- a drained can of mandarin oranges would have been a good addition, and we'll probably add them next time. Hey, Cory.
0: hmm Hey, Cory. Uh-huh.
1: You made a different recipe. You didn't make it, Cory. <laughs>
0: Boom! That all recipes gold standard. <laughs> See a recipe, do something different, and then review it.
1: You you made an orange fluff with Greek yogurt, which, in your defense, probably a lot better than lime fluff
0: with sour cream. I mean, smart move. The Greek yogurt, good play. I, I that is a solid audible. I'm all on board. You made a different recipe though.
1: We're gonna forge ahead to another fluff fruit salad. Okay. Which is the name of my indie mm-hmm. band. This one That's is a good one. Pistachio. One can crushed pineapple with juice. One package instant pistachio pudding mix. One container frozen whipped topping. Two large bananas sliced. One can fruit cocktail. Oh. One can mandarin oranges drained.
0: Fuck. Fuck, these people are doing okay until they start going through the fucking canned food aisle.
1: All recipes user Mo says ladies. Thaw that whip topping or your product will be watery. Recipe is good but needs to be tweaked as one batch seems party size. Next time, for me, A, not more than a handful or so of mallows. Mallows make it way too sweet. B, use one half of Cool Whip. See, and I will drain my fruits better. I am looking for a stiffer product. This one was just too wet, creamy, loose, sweet, and it seemed that the mallow and Cool Whip overwhelmed, keeping in mind that that could have been because I didn't thaw my Cool Whip first.
0: Damn. What's the typo in there that's causing you to say mallow like Bobcat Goldwhite?
1: (laughs) It's just M-M-A-L-L-O-W-S. So she's just shortened oh. Marshmallow oh, to okay, okay. Mallow.
0: Okay, 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 okay.
1: I think we're all just looking for a stiffer product.
0: I, that that really got me, yeah. Uh, it, it definitely sounds like a review for a, a different different array of... Lay it out there. I, I'm i making a sex top joke. Just go ahead. Okay.
1: It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, it's all your whip topping. Mm.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Linda Lou had this to say. I have made this in the past as it was written, and it was good. But recently, my BF can't have seeds, so I changed it and added banana cream pudding mix instead of pistachio. And deleted the bananas. I also added extra mandarin oranges and some coconut flakes. No complaints, very good recipe, and can be made to whatever your preference is. Is pistachio a seed?
0: No. No, I I see how one might be... No, I don't see how one might be confused. I like that she also deleted bananas from this plane of reality.
1: (laughs) They're gone now. I don't even know what she's talking about. I
0: love those little yellow guys too, but now they're gone.
1: What kind of fruit is that? All right. Okay. Okay. I just have one more bad recipe and then we're going to do a good recipe.
0: Oh, good. Okay. You said that like a crazy person.
1: This makes me crazy. Okay. Judy's strawberry pretzel salad.
0: What? Okay. All right. Nope gonna give it a chance
1: one half cup crushed pretzels four and one half tablespoons white sugar three quarter cup butter melted one cup white sugar two packages of cream cheese one container frozen whipped topping thawed one package strawberry flavored jello two cups boiling water one package frozen strawberries so if you can't picture it this is a layered dessert okay salad. okay yeah sure All recipes user Mina had this to say. I frankly thought this was kind of icky. (laughs) Sorry. My husband came up to me and whispered, I think you messed up on the crust. I think there is way too much salt in it. I explained that it was not supposed to be a graham cracker crust, but I felt like I needed to make an announcement that it was supposed to be salty. Try to picture yourself in that position, and if you can imagine it, you will experience it. I am pretty sure. I liked the top layers, but no one had seconds, and I washed it a lot down the snick at cleanup time. No thanks. One star.
0: If you can imagine it, you will experience it.
1: I just, I I want my next party. I'm just going to, like, make a bowl of chips. Set them on the table. Halfway through the party, I'm going to come out. It's supposed to be salty!
0: I don't know what to tell you. Just follow this recipe that I got off all recipes.
1: And I like that. In the midst of the party, the husband incognito. Hey, you done fucked it. That's it. Sweet nothings.
0: Oh my god, it's. I bet it was like a fifties era party too, where he was like <laughs> in trying to impress his boss and all of his coworkers, and and the stay-at-home wife just had to make some <laughs> bullshit she found in a fucking Betty Crocker, and it, and it was pretzel strawberry salad. And now, now he's he, fired.
1: He set his martini down for just a minute to tear her down in front of his boss. He got promoted.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. That's 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 what matters. It's the leadership skills. It is not. It's
1: the show. Sh- he just pulled his whole ball sack, set it out on the table, said, "Hey, babe, it's too salty.
0: It's too salty." And uh, okay, the the cre- One last thing on that one. The cream cheese. Are we just? putting a layer of cream cheese? Are we processing it? You, um, sweeten the cream cheese.
1: You, like, mix cream cheese. But it's still thick, cream gummy cream cheese? Yes, that you put between a layer of salty pretzels and Okay,
0: all right, carry on. Filled with strawberries. Fuck it, sorry I asked.
1: <laughs> so I, I, I found this topic and I immediately began to just kind of feed my ire mm-hmm. over the a number of times I ate canned fruit and marshmallows as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I was like, well, we've got to give it a fair shake. So I texted the only person I know in the culinary world, my brother. And he said, oh, I don't know. I think it could be good. And I said, I think you don't know anything. And he said, I think if you use real ingredients, it could be fine. And I said, sure. So I looked to a reputable source. Okay. And by that, I do mean Alton Brown.
0: This is a new recipe?
1: This is a new recipe.
0: Okay. So you were asking your brother, who's trained chef, by the way, context, uh, you were asking him about just like the idea of dessert dessert salads
1: well mostly ambrosia we just ate a lot of ambrosia yeah um and i hate it and i think it's bad yeah um and he said give it a chance so i went to alton brown Mm -hmm. and this is his recipe for ambrosia okay one half cup heavy cream uh one tablespoon sugar four ounces sour cream six ounces homemade mini marshmallows one cup clementine orange segments, one chopped fresh pineapple, one cup freshly grated coconut, one cup toasted chopped pecans, and half a cup drained maraschino cherries. You will note <laughs> freshly grated coconut and homemade mini marshmallows. And this is where things get heated. Foodnetwork.com user SuzaBad says, "This tastes good. I will probably use it again, but it is an ambrosia." It is a fruit salad. True ambrosia, the traditional Southern hundreds-year-old recipe, has two, or in our family's recipe, three ingredients, coconut and oranges. The only other possible ingredient is sugar, which is variable depending on the sweetness of the oranges. There is absolutely nothing more refreshing and truly fit for the gods. To which, Rosalind M. has this to
0: say. Oh, we're getting into a fucking ambrosia debate.
1: Actually, ambrosia is a mythical delicious liquid with no absolute descriptor, so it can really apply to whatever you want it to. There is also ambrosia apples. So, is your three stars because you didn't like the actual recipe? Or because you're angry someone dared use the term ambrosia for anything other than a mix of coconut and oranges?
0: Okay, I think everyone just needs to calm the fuck down. Especially Rosalind.
1: No, I, I am on Rosalind's side. You think? I think Suzabad was being a dick.
0: Well, sure, but I think Rosalind's being a dick.
1: Well, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm on Rosalind's side because Suzabad is just talking shit that's not like my my whole family is southern yeah and ambrosia has some weird shit in it ambrosia is also known as five cup salad which definitely has more than two ingredients in it
0: yeah wait no because she just coconut and oranges surely she was just being oh whatever i have no idea
1: lisa loves sports has an idea I used nothing but fresh fruit, except for the cherries, of course. Bought the fresh coconut from Whole Foods so I wouldn't have to deal with that whole process. Only thing I didn't make from scratch was the homemade marshmallows. This was fantastic. No leftovers. I was transported back to the 1960s.
0: Oh, man.
1: Anonymous has this to say. Oh, dear. Uh, So you cut up some oranges and pineapple? Wow! Congratulations.
0: What does that mean?
1: It means that on the Food Network forums, you talk shit, you get dragged. <laughs> I don't. I don't one hundred percent understand. But this is the world that we live in, evidently, where you can be anonymous on the internet, which means you can call people out for. Well, I will also call people out for buying weird stuff from Whole Foods, but I'll use my own name. <laughs> <laughs> can i one more this is yeah. my la- the last thing i'm gonna my last word on ambrosia i didn't
0: realize the food network review site was basically the youtube of food
1: it is it I mean, turns you, out
0: you, you, you just you can't go into the comments at all unless you just want to enter a zone of pure toxicity
1: allers shares this one star review we leave out the marshmallows and then it is very good we add fresh pineapple and mangoes and papaya. Very good. And we prepare our own fresh coconut. We can't stand the taste of those pu- white puffy things in a salad that should be filled with good and healthy fruit.
0: You made tropical fruit salad. Which is fine. That sounds That Sounds That sounds, I, sounds
1: delightful, but hey, Lurs. Hey, Lurs. You made it for a recipe.
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> Just find a recipe for fruit salad. I don't understand. Oh goodness. I don't I don't understand.
1: Hello from the future. Hello from the future.
0: So um, as I was editing our second episode, which you're listening to right now, I was quickly realizing that during my second contribution, uh, the audio quality was even more dog shit than you have gotten used to. And also um, the trip report to Pigeon Forge was not funny. (laughs) It was like not funny. It was long winded and horrible. And those are the kind of things I really liked reading to you before we started you gotta silence. You gotta silence that right now. I'm gonna silence my 2
1: We'll just start again.
0: No, no, no. It's good. We're good. Um.
1: Anyway, it was all shit garbage.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff I loved reading to you when it was just us, but in a podcast format, it was about 20 minutes <laughs> of of somebody's vacation. So what I have found to replace that are a couple of sort of smaller trip reports. I got a little bit of one, and I got another one. So we're going to get started first. We, we are staying in Pigeon Forge in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park area. And we're going to get started first with the, the longer trip report. This is by use, TripAdvisor user Mampug. This is, this is trip report part one for June 24th to July 3rd. That sounds scary. However, this is not a trip report. What they did was just review their hotel. What hotel? We're going to find out. We're just starting the drive back to Pittsburgh. Got our very first nine-night family vacation in Pigeon Forge. The kids are five and a half and four. First, a disclaimer. We never made it to a national park unless the mountain coaster and hillbilly golf count. But that's okay, because that's not why we came here, so please don't bother commenting on how disappointing that is to you. We loved our trip and planned to come every year for, forever. Maybe we'll catch a hike next time. We came for all the kids' attractions that are in one condensed area. This place really is like Las Vegas for kids. I'm pretty sure my kids enjoyed it just as much, if not more, as Disney
1: i like that he's already rated his children he's got one child that's four stars he's got one child that's five and a half <laughs> they're pretty high but they're not perfect
0: okay here, here we go with the name we stayed at dream more. from the beginning of planning this trip almost a year ago wow i wanted to stay at riverstone for the space and it looked way more updated than most anything else in pigeon forge at the last minute, I switched to Dreammore, even though the room was smaller and Dr. Real $100 more.
1: Dr. Real?
0: Dr. Real?
1: Oh, no. Give me the news. Is that Costco's <laughs> brand of Dr. Pepper? No. <laughs>
0: Fuck it. <laughs> um, this, this was a mistake. Dreammore was great for two days at Dollywood and one day at Splash Country. It feels like they don't know what they are doing there. First the shower head is ridiculous. And the only <laughs> And the only part of going home I'm looking forward to is showering and feeling clean. Yes, it's that bad. No matter how much you tip housekeeping brings you towels and makes you bed and that's about it. After 9 nights and two young kids go ahead.
1: What else are they supposed to do?
0: Well, apparently the more you tip a minimum wage paid service person the more they'll do.
1: Is he looking for a tug and a cup of coffee? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is he expecting? Uh,
0: after nine nights, <laughs> after nine after nine nights and in two, in two young kids, our carpet needed swept. <laughs> I, I didn't even notice how fucking wild that is until I just read it. <laughs>
1: That's bananas. Who's going to tell this man about the vacuum cleaner?
0: <laughs> our carpet needed swept and our bathtub cleaned. Two washer and dryers in a hot room the size of a closet doesn't work.
1: You had a washer-dryer? I know, and right? And you're complaining about your hotel room? I know, right? You had a washer-dryer in your... So you had... You know, people in New York live inside the washer-dryer. That's it. <laughs> That's where they live.
0: Uh, and they pay good fucking money for it, too.
1: <laughs> That's a $3,000 apartment and inside they their washing machine.
0: It. One takes the washer. And, One takes the dryer. And the random drug addict takes the dryer. <laughs> A resort billed as a family resort with no sundry shop? We needed Advil, Benadryl, they don't carry any of it. The room was so small. We stayed in a family suite. It was barely the size of Aragor hotel room. Very uncomfortable, no vent in the bath, and the room was so humid that wet clothes never dried and the carpet actually felt wet.
1: Okay, that is nasty though. I, I feel you man, that's nasty.
0: One of the rescind I stayed here over Riverstone was I thought it would be convenient to have on site food and Asia.
1: (laughs) What does that even mean? I
0: mean, it's it's literally capital A Asia. (laughs) Uh, Turns out it would have been more convenient to have. I wanted
1: Kazakhstan in my hotel room.
0: (laughs) Turns out it would have been more convenient to have my own kitchen and a table. The food was actually great, but who wants to pay $70 every AM for a buffet breakfast or more than that for a buffet dinner? Those are the options, or you can order overpriced, mediocre, refrigerated food from the pantry. Pizza is great, but small. (coughs) Or you just wait until noon to order from the lounge and you have three options club, burger, Caesar wrap. For kids, it is grilled cheese or tenders. There's only one person working in the lounge. This is where we also encountered our sole rude employee. The spa was great, and the resort is beautiful. The pool is long and skinny, and nothing to draw you to the resort. The resort didn't affect our great time at all, but I won't stay here again. It sounded like it did affect your great uh, time uh, greatly. Also, the first part of your trip report was not trip report.
1: No. None of it is trip report. It is it is a review for that hotel. Also, can I tell you... Okay. They... Gather yeah, they, yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they went to Pigeon Forge. Yeah. That's a town people live in. You can just get Benadryl at the store. Right? You don't... I just don't...
0: They expected to be there's, serviced. There's
1: restaurants... I know he expected to be serviced. <laughs> They but what? I just don't know what they wanted because Pigeon Forge is a town that people live in. So you just go. You just go. You just get go and you it. get your bennies. Yeah. You just get some bennies. <laughs> you just get some bennies and dennies. Like you just, you're fine. You don't need breakfast.
0: Uh, and she also raises an, an interesting point. Oh, that she, is,
1: this whole time I thought it was a, dude. it's okay. Uh, Gender's a construct. I don't it, care. It's
0: perfectly fine. I'm just going by the picture. We we have no idea.
1: She wants a tug and a coffee.
0: Mm -mm, Well, don't we all? um, (laughs) She brings up a point that is unrelated to her review, but I just wanted to mention it. Uh, People out there, have you ever thought about the fact that every every child when they go out to eat (laughs) is perpetually visiting a Sonic? (laughs) They never have any other options other than chicken tenders, grilled cheese, and fries, and sometimes hot hot dogs. And a hot dog because we were this 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 is not worth putting in the podcast we <laughs> this, this conversation came up because we were at one of our fa- our favorite like kind of upscale restaurants in downtown and they have all these great meals that are super innovative and they put a lot of thought into the ingredients and the recipes and how they're constructed and how the flavors are composed together and all kinds of stuff that I get really hard for and <laughs> then the and then the kids menu was grilled cheese chicken tenders hot dog. And I realized I'd never, I'd never noticed the fact that that is literally every single menu ever. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Impassioned. I think it's, I think it's just interesting. Okay. Our next, our next, my next like half a, of a trip report, this is the end of the trip report, Uh, centers on Cade's Cove.
1: Aww.
0: So for those of you who have not been to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park.
1: Do you want to tell them why it's called Cade's Cove? I
0: don't. Okay. I don't. History Uh, lesson. uh, Do you? You can go for it. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go for it. You
1: you told me on four separate occasions.
0: That's because I don't remember shit. I like it. Okay, I don't. It's because
1: people in East Tennessee can't pronounce the word Kate.
0: So it's Cade. So it's
1: Cade's Cove. That's it.
0: That's it. Um, Cut that out. (laughs) Yep. Um, uh, For those of you who have not been to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, Cade's Cove is kind of like where you... You might call it like where you start, I guess. It's it's the place that you should go. And then you can go off you can go off map, you can go to some trails, you can go to Elkmont, you can go to cool places, regional places. But Cades Cove is the like tourist center that isn't like Gatlinburg or whatever.
1: On the East Tennessee side.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so basically it's an eleven mile loop road that just takes you through like it's an old. It's like it used to be a community in the mountains. So it takes you past some like historic cabins and churches, and there's a visitor center and stuff like that. But it's an it's an 11 mile loop road. It's a one way road. You get on, you drive like five miles an hour, you get back off. It's supposed to take like four hours. You can get off, do little trails, walk around, take some pictures. Uh, Cades Cove has a reputation, a very well known reputation for having problems with traffic because it is a one way road. And it's one of the most common problems there that people will stop their cars to take pictures without pulling over.
1: Sons of bitches.
0: Ex- yes. Thus, traffic becomes blocked endlessly. And there's like signs on the road that say, be kind, pull over. Like the, it's, it's such a problem that they've had to pay for and put down signs. Did you have something to say?
1: <laughs> I was just going to be mean.
0: Well, you're not the only one. We're about to dig, <laughs> we're about to dig into some real aggression here and whatever you're imagining it's worse okay so this is the end of this trip report this trip report is by Eric J it's simply titled trip report on to Cades Cove we have never been on Hyatt or Sparks Lane so decided to drive both of those on Hyatt we were able to see two bear eating berries (laughs) we were the only ones there so did not have crazy people acting silly both bear just ignored us and we stayed in the van I would guess we were roughly 50 to 70 feet away, with a fence between us. It started raining on us in Cades Cove, and everyone was leaving the visitor and mill area. About a mile down the road, we got behind a guy only moving five miles per hour and stopping now and then right in the middle of the road. It was raining, and he was not seeing anything. He was just being a very stupid person. Had a line of cars behind us forever long, just waiting to leave because of the rain the guy behind me got out and went to his door to try to get him to pull over he just moved about a half a mile down the road and stopped again for about 10 minutes and would not move people were getting mad and started to get nasty the guy behind us ended up hitting the car with a tire iron many times till they took off for the life what the fuck for the life what the fuck Pay very close attention to the tone of the rest of this report, because what he just described was like property damage, like well, really aggressive, that's scary you property damage. Just hit
1: something with a tire iron.
0: Pay close attention. For the life of me, I have no idea why I did not get his license number. We had no cell service. I wish I had a dash cam. He is not referring to Mr. Tire Iron. He was referring to the tourist who kept stopping. back to the hotel and walked around the island for a short while, had a great time other than the nut at Cade's Cove. This is the second time we had a strange issue at Cade's Cove with people not moving out of the way.
1: Oh my gosh! And it, it's the very... nut is not the guy! The I know. The nut's not the guy with the tire iron! Jack Nicholson just leaps out of a sedan and starts beating someone with a tire iron! That's fine. That's fine. But no, the like probably GMC that stops in the middle of the road. Like that's the issue. I mean, yes, it is an issue, but like, holy shit. Holy shit. Somebody call a park ranger. (laughs) I know,
0: right? Isn't that Ah! fucking
1: terrifying?
0: And I like that it didn't escalate into a worse altercation. I guess they just started moving. (laughs) And they
1: were like, oh, damn.
0: Which I would too. If someone started taking a tire iron to my car, I would. I
1: got my fender hit with a tire iron. <laughs> Move on down the road.
0: Which isn't. Does Walter Sobchak use a tire iron or is that a crowbar?
1: I think that's a crowbar. Okay, but that is what happens when is, you meet a stranger in the Alps.
0: Yes, that is that is still the image that I have of this scene. <laughs>
1: that's amazing. It's a
0: very large man getting out to encourage traffic by beating the shit out of a car while screaming, "This is what happens."
1: This is what happens. That's insane. <laughs> I've been to Cade's Cove so many times. I've been to Cade's Cove so many times, and I've always been irritated. And not one time have i had the urge to leap from my vehicle and beat something with a tire iron.
0: When I was a kid, we were stuck in Cade's Cove for, and this is not going to be an exact number, because I was a kid, and as we've established earlier, I don't remember a fucking thing at any, at any <laughs> point in my life ever. Um, my brain is just like a, like a big old it's sieve. sieve. It's, it's a sieve. It's
1: just a whatever. A se- sev- Cive Cive. it's a sevi um,
0: it's more like a colander <laughs> and uh, anyway we we were stuck in Cade's cove for i don't think it would be an exaggeration to say 10 hours oh
1: wow because there was Wowza. Some, okay. there was some
0: kind of event some kind of like old folks event that let out <laughs> while we were there no it was literally called like the old folks country <laughs> bump off or something it was like it, it had old in the name so i'm not being rude I remember that.
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: Anyway, there were a lot of people leaving the park. And we and were, they there were for, old. We were there for fucking ever.
1: I can't actually think of the one time I would have hit somebody's car with a tire iron in Cades Cove. When's that? It's when they everyone had stopped because there was some bear cubs or bear something. It was a bear cub, I think, and a woman was holding a toddler on her hip over a ravine to look at a bear cub. <laughs> and goodness like fuck knows where the bear's mom was you we were there we were there together
0: i kind of remember yeah i
1: was i was irate don't hold your toddler over a bear east tennessee i
0: feel like i've seen i've seen worse things with parents and their kids and wanting to look at bears
1: i just oh especially a bear cub because you're real close to somebody's yeah. infant with your infant yeah Oh, like the, those people mama. come in
0: those families come in from minnesota and they're just like oh shit bear and they like grab their whole family run out onto the woods and just see how close they can get to this 500 pound animal
1: oh, oh, oh.
0: also my parents did exactly that thing with me on their back as a baby
1: well <laughs> just your dad your mom had yeah. left y'all to die already
0: yeah that's true <laughs> All right, so I think we should return return you to the past now.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, so what do have you got? want to
1: hear about shopping malls?
0: I so want to hear about shopping malls. I'm super into that.
1: Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but like I'm pretty sure there's like four good shopping malls maybe in the country.
0: At this point, yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Amazon.
1: Thanks Amazon. And Jeff Obama. Bezos, this is your fault. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Obama killed the shopping mall maybe
0: what didn't he kill Uh, me yeah and me he did kill he did kill bin laden though
1: (laughs) so anyway (laughs) (laughs) are you ready
0: i'm so ready i'm strapped in
1: this is google review user jared
0: so we're on google okay we're on google okay good
1: My girlfriend and I went to 101 Gifts, located in Knoxville Center Mall, on Saturday, August 17th. I purchased a small pocketbook for my girlfriend. She put her driver's license, her credit card, lipstick, and her cell phone in it. Before the night was out, it started falling apart. We took it to the store on Sunday and informed the same woman we purchased it from that it was falling apart. From the start, she immediately accused my girlfriend of putting too much stuff in it.
0: This is a purse?
1: It's like a billfold. Like a small pocketbook. So yeah, a small purse. My girlfriend showed her that she only had a few items in it. The lady became very defensive and said, You people hurt my feelings! I said, We're not trying to hurt your feelings, but you said this was a good quality purse, but it is falling apart in less than 24 hours. The woman at the store threw it on the counter and said, I will do nothing. You will get nothing. No refund. No nothing.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I said, we're going to report this to the credit card company because this is not right. She said, good luck. I have your signature. In my opinion, I wouldn't purchase anything from 101 Gifts. Any place that doesn't offer refunds or exchanges, besides places that sell underwear, are shady anyway. One star.
0: Gee, if that, if, if any of that happened to me, I would never leave my house again. Like that, like that,
1: that, if, if I had an
0: experience that bad, that, that catastrophic, I would have instant adult onset agoraphobia <laughs> right there in that moment. Right I would, I would, moment. I would hyperventilate and die. Holy crap.
1: <laughs> this is a review for a uh, Spencer's gift from Paul, who is a local guide. One star review. Thieves here all day. <laughs> 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 Gotten to the heart of the issue. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all day, every day, them thieves.
1: Thieves here all day.
0: Circling the waters.
1: They're like sharks. Oh, God. I'm switching to Yelp. Okay, good. Are you ready for the Yelp?
0: I'm ready for that Yelp.
1: Momoko says, beware. The vape store kiosk will sell to minors. I tried to return a product unlawfully purchased at this kiosk by a miner, but they which I assume is how they would have said it.
0: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Beware.
0: Is that is that like the rent a cop hopping onto Yelp to, to I think
1: so. I think so. Like by Whoa. the way, vape kiosk. I was a cop the whole time.
0: We need we need some context. Where did you where'd you get the vape off the miner? Why are you robbing miners? <laughs> if it was if it was their kid, wouldn't they just say my kid bought a vape and I was pretty pissed? I'd be pissed too.
1: Wouldn't take it back. Wouldn't take it back. Oh my god. This is uh, the same mall as the vape kiosk. Are you ready? This is my last review. Okay. It is from a, a Yelp user Elizabeth C. First time I have been to West Town Mall in many years, due to Knoxville Center going under, I had little choice. First off, who does construction at Christmas? It was absolutely freezing. Did zero shopping, saw Santa, and got the heck out the baby was shaking quite honestly so was i we had a reservation for santa however the group was not ready to receive the children were waving and calling high and happy little voices at the staff and the staff did not smile or wave or acknowledge the children in any way when they were finally ready for their job no laughing smiling or happy banter just straight to business spelled busy in this good The camera person held a squeaky toy over her head, squeaking it over and over and over, but not talking or trying to engage the kids. Children need a little more involvement than a dog. Poor picture quality, cheap paper, sad experience overall. However, Santa did his best, but he can only be as good as the support staff around him. Not coming for you, Santa. This isn't about Santa. Two stars.
0: Of just the whole mall.
1: This is just the whole, coming for the whole mall okay coming for the whole mall because their contracted santa outfit went badly
0: why were they cold
1: i i don't i
0: did they just have the heaters
1: off i, I can't imagine that the mall had the heaters off
0: I also mean, maybe. malls at
1: christmas time are still a pretty busy place suck that jeff bezos
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> take that take that up the up the ass amazon um <laughs>
1: So I just, I don't know why her baby was freezing.
0: Yeah, there's people, like, surely there's some body heat accruing in this indoor place. Okay.
1: All right. This is from Yelp user John E.
0: So we're doing one more?
1: We're doing one more. We're doing one more. I'm so ready. Okay. This is from Yelp user John E. Where to begin? A number of years ago, this used to be the place to go and shop. There was good variety, the stores were current and nice, and the atmosphere was nice. You could shop, walk across the street, and catch a movie, and then grab some dinner. That was then. Now, the mall is getting filled with stores that are gritty and something like... You'd find it in a chain shopping center in a rough part of town. The lights in the stores are going off and on, and the carpets are wrinkled. The food court is slowly dying, and they have removed the carousel that has been there forever and replaced it with caution tape and bolts sticking up from where it was.
0: Oh, John, your economic anxiety is washing over me. Keep going.
1: This mall has fell hard, and it's only beginning. Once a chain store pulls out, then that'll be the final block needed to finally bring it to a crashing down finally bring it crashing down. Like the Titanic, this used to be the crown jewel of malls in the area. And like the Titanic, it has struck an iceberg and is taking on water quick as it slowly sinks into its retail grave.
0: Oh. <sighs> dear. I know who he voted for. <laughs> it's not good. Um. <laughs> Also, Listen. also, I want you, I want it to be to be very clear, because of because of how like eloquently you were talking and how little space there was. I will not be able to cut the little blah, blah, blah.
1: I know, <laughs> that, it just happened. That's on the airwaves. Now it is. You're welcome, listeners. All right. For my mouth sounds.
0: <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. They they get pretty grody. Um, <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for us.
1: I think that's just about weird enough to end on again.
0: I think so. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope that you hope that you had a few laughs. Hope that you got to fe- got to feel a little uh, relieved as we as we vented our, our frustrations at various things.
1: I hope you too hate Mandarin oranges in a can.
0: Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, which is
1: at critic everyone. Thank you. And at gmail at foreveracritic at gmail dot com.
0: If you find some reviews that you think are funny and you want to send them our way, please, please, please do that. that please would be send awesome. them in. That would be great. Even if they don't make them on make it onto the air, we will very much enjoy just sitting around and reading them.
1: Just make us laugh.
0: Yeah, having a little gin, little tonic, reading your reviews. We'll think that's great. You um, want to do
1: the music?
0: Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Today's podcast featured May the Chords Be With You by Computer Music All-Stars, as well as Green Lights by Jazar, and our theme song is still Drag Chain by Steve Combs. Uh, Is there anything else?
1: No. Bye!
0: Thank you for listening. Oh, and for fuck's sake, rate us, rate us, us a review on
1: iTunes. We hear that's super important. We hear
0: that's super important.
1: Oh my goodness.